Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? What's up? How's your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was amazing. It was awesome and really good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah no um, drama. So that's a, a win. I, went, I had a pause. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for that. Answer. I know, I know. I, I really had a feeling that switching it up by like having a neutral location was really going to help. And, and it did. It did. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. How was yours? How was your... Good. I surprised my mother, and that was fun. It was pretty chill. It was um, was funny, though. We were watching TV, and she's like, oh, did you know that Ariana is on Dancing with the Stars? And I'm like, oh, you're using names now. Uh (laughs) I was like, well, yes, I did, but thanks for letting me know in case I didn't. I'm not sure how you could anyone could miss that <laughs> since that's all over everybody's feed every day yeah but thanks for letting me know <laughs> so yeah it was good as i you guys i texted holly annoyed on my flight home because not one but two airplane incidences and i was okay i totally understand because also when i was deplaning there was like a little old lady with a walker in front of me and you know you feel like a dick like walking past him but we're deplaning it's also a little different like onboarding right but i'm like if there's enough space yes you can kind of slowly go around but when you're getting on but if there's not enough space i will wait and i will just like you know her first but i I wouldn't probably pass her like going on the plane i just wait because like we're all getting to the same spot right we're all leaving at the same time so what does it matter right and uh I was not that little old lady. I was walking quite briskly down the jetway and this guy just like zooms past me and around me and like budges me. And I'm like, like, where are you going? And I thought at first, Oh, maybe he's with that woman up like ahead of me. Um, that makes sense. But then I watched them and no, they're not together. I'm like, what were you doing? Like, it just was so bizarre to me. So then like, I I think I mumbled something. He knew because when he sat down, he like looked straight at me and I just like glared at him. <laughs> and which now in retrospect was not even as bad as when we were exiting the plane. I'm always on the aisle and I always exercise my, you know, my left arm or right, my arm out, whatever aisle I'm on mm-hmm. um, to, you know, block the people behind from trying to, budge ahead unless they're missing like a last minute connection then that's the polite thing to do but this was like the last flight of the day there's no more flights going out like no one's going anywhere but there it's final destination time right and i see this guy but i'm stuck on the window in the emergency row this time so and my seatmate he is like being one of those people that decides they don't need to stand up until they're the it's a it's their exact turn it's like no you usually stand up at least with like when there's a like a couple rows in front of you it's their turn because you know you get your stuff you get your bag over the top you know 
But no, he's just sitting there. I'm like, this guy is budging every. He's pushing forward past his rows, and I see it, and it's irritating me because it's my pet peeve. And I'm like, dude, stand up! I'm like, at this point, hovering over my seat, mate. Like, hint, hint, get up, motherfucker! I want to get off. So finally, he gets up and he manages to get in front of the guy that's like budging, bursting past everyone else out of order. And I'm like, okay, good. He's in front of him. Well, then the guy doesn't even, like, he's trying not to let me out. It's like, mm, you know, we go in order here. And I'm like, I am not letting this. And the flight attendant standing right there. I'm like, I am not, not on my watch. What is it? Not today, yeah. uh, Satan? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. not today, Satan. Not on my watch. So I literally, like, push my way out into the aisle, like, into him. And then I like turn and kind of elbow him back and I have to reach up and grab my backpack from the top, which is uh, like two inches behind. So I, I literally lean my body into his, pushing him back, stand on both of his feet. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, you, you're, and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's row by row. We go in order here. It's like, if you, so I said that and <laughs> He looked at the flight attendant. She's not saying you're doing anything. I'm in the right here. Um, but I did say it to him, and it felt really fucking good. And then when we got off the plane, I, like, you know, I get off, and then I pull myself to the side to, like, fixate my backpack the correct way and get everything. You know what I mean? I don't stop and do it and hold up the line. And also, I kind of wanted him to go in front of me because I don't like him walking behind me with that mojo. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he walks past me and he turns and like glares at me. I was like, <laughs> um, anyways, plain etiquette, man. It's just it's my thing. It's my it's it's my pet peeve. Yeah. Well, I I remember when I was traveling with you, like I um I didn't deplane properly, and then I got stuck back, like because I was like trying to be nice. And it's a mistake. You have to just, like, take ownership. Yeah, you've got it. You have to do it the way Sarah says. Otherwise, like, you get screwed. It's true. Yeah. So. Learned that lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what else do we see? We saw James and Allie in Charleston, which made me jealous. So, I definitely, I saw where they're staying. And when I go back, I need to stay there because there's just, like, this little... Did you see it? The little, like, it looked like the Miley Cyrus movie. What's that? No. With the turtles. Yes. Um, With the little bridge over, like, the wheat field of the beach. Like, yes. So I'll send it to you. I know I screenshotted it because our friend that lives there that we went to the Sandoval concert with, you know, the day the story broke, she she was telling me what place it was. Cool. Yeah, so I don't know what the the rest of the crew did. I think Jax and Brittany had their Thanksgiving with half the crew. Um, oh, we did find out that it's when Kristen was complaining about how there's someone on the new show that she doesn't like. Yes. Um, it's Janet. It's not like that Nia, because she was saying... Oh, and really shout out to my good friends. Oh, and my friend Nia. I'm so grateful for her. She was saying that on our podcast. And I was like, and Janet and Kristen unfollowed each other. And yeah, so there's some beef there. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be good because it got me excited. I mean, sorry for them. But that's um, now I have hope for the show because these are 
two people legit in the same circle. Yeah. Like these new cast members are coming on. They're not in their circle. They might be now, but these are two people very much in the Vanderpump circle. So. Yes. And yeah, that does give the hope or give um, some hope for that show for sure. Yeah. Um, that was the podcast that she announced she had a miscarriage. So that is sad. Oh my gosh. I was so sad to hear that. And, ugh. But, but you know, they're trying. And what I was thinking was it's, I've just known so many people that that happens to them, like Sheena being one of them. But, um, because your hormones are already like kickstarted, like you get pregnant so much, like oftentimes it seems like, like faster. Yeah. Because your body's kind of prepped for it. But I mean, hopefully that will be the case for them. But not a very fun way to spend Thanksgiving. I think she said they found out the day before. So, oh, yeah. I know. I was reading so many comments too, and everyone was saying like she was like so excited, you know, before, you know. So uh, it's just devastating when you're like, I know that feeling of when you want that so bad and it's happening for everyone around you, and you're like, you know, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. But I think um, it's I think it's awesome that she shared it, and I'm sure that's going to help a lot of people too. So just like when Sheena shared, you know, like it touched so many people, and you know, it's hard to talk about, and so yeah. that's cool. So she has she did her I don't know what is it like 46th relaunch of James May. So good for her, but she has some new James May merch out, and some of it says Valley Crew. And so it got me thinking, since she said Vanderpump has nothing to do with this show, but it's, you know, a lot of the Vanderpump people, what if it's going to be called either Valley Crew or Valley Crew Rules? I hope it's just Valley Crew. I feel like the rules, it, like, they, they can't, like, encroach in on Vanderpump Rules. So I, I really hope they brand it differently. Um, and then she's ahead of the game with already having a merch saying that. I mean, smart. A little similar to Valley Brat. Oh, you're right. Sheena's sister's line. I still want something Valley Brat. I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet, but um, still like well, it. I'd much rather that than I was listening to Lala's. She's like, I'm just focused on my... She didn't even say her makeup or anything, which I thought had been like her bread and butter. She's like, I'm just super hyper-focused on selling my Send It to Daryl sweatpants. And I'm like... Are people still buying that? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think it was that funny to begin with, but okay. You know, whatever floats your boat. If you like it, buy it. Um, I mean, I, I get, I was like absolutely shocked at how much I saw like at BravoCon and stuff. Like people definitely are into it. And, but yeah, yeah. the the still buying it, I guess that kind of shocks me because it's not that it's over, but it's kind of over. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Vanderpump crew and the adjacent people, I was watching everyone's story at that Christmas party the other night, the Kathy Hilton one. Okay. Yes. And I was like, okay, it's, it's like Bravo Labs. It's like Kathy Hilton, it's Sheena, it's James, Allie, Olivia, Larsa, Crystal, Gertie, Teresa, Katie, and then I see Logan Cochran. I'm like, and Ariel's not there because she's a Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, wait, how are you there? Like, you would be Ariana's plus one, but she's not there. Maybe he got her ticket. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, props, like nothing against Logan. We love him, but I was just a little surprised. I wonder if Brad felt slighted. Maybe. Well, Brad was at Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Anyways, I was just it was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, it's a big Christmas party. It's like a sponsored thing, DirecTV, and then I'm like, there's Logan. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Um yeah, what what else has been going on? I feel like there's been like some other movement too. Um, oh my god. Okay, I have to talk about one thing. Um the picture of Sheena and Brock. I absolutely died when they um when at Brock's heels. Did you see his heels? No. Okay, wait, wait. I have to send you that like we literally have to talk about this right this I'm sending it right now everybody. Sheena is in a gorgeous green dress, and Brock yeah, is in a, a, yeah, okay, just look at his feet. Oh, okay, you know what, though? That's funny you say this, because I saw that picture, because I liked her dress, and I, I thought, you know what? Like, everyone always thinks he's so tall, and I always tell people, <laughs> he's not very tall. And I thought, in this picture, he looks really tall, so it's <laughs> funny, but I didn't look at his shoes, so it's really funny, because I seriously had that thought. And now you're telling me this. Do you see it? Oh, oh, ew. I mean, mean, well, I just want to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with men wearing heels. Like, I am down for that. That's cool. It's just funny um, that it's it's like on Brock. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's, am I, maybe I'm not allowed to say that that's funny, but. um, I'm not down for it. It's too Sandoval-y. It reminds me of like the like, pa- like the Powerpuff Girls, like the little bad guy wore like little lifts like that, and he would like it would be like it's just funny. Yes, you're Tom Cruise, but Brock's not short; he's just not super tall. You guys remember, I was on a mission to prove that Brock was not tall, and I I'm like Sarah, take a picture of me so I can prove to everyone in our group that he's not tall. And that's when he came and photobombed my photo of me trying to show his height. Like, it was, like, a very funny story. Um, But, like, my photo proved, like, the the evidence that we had proved it. Like, I'm five, two and a half, guys. Like, I'll have to post the picture so you can see. Yeah, he's he's plenty much taller than Sheena, so he doesn't need to do that. I understand if, like, you know, a guy does want to be taller. But also, these are very on display and, like, yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, you know what? I, I have. I think Brock is still searching for his like personal like signature style. He's yeah. like he's tried stuff out, and I mean, I think that's great that he's still exploring. But um, the photo just made me giggle because someone someone posted it. And they're like, "Look at Brock's heels," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's he funny. is searching. He's stuck between Jack Sandoval and Peter. Yeah, and he's trying to and Jason Momoa, and he's trying to find his. Well, and jam. I think, and I, I kind of get it because I think he likes a nice line, like a nice like silhouette of like his body. Um, whereas, like, if you dressed like Schwartz or something, like you're not going to see that. So he likes to show his shape for sure, and he's tried sheer tops and like all kinds of different. You know, he he's he's messing with texture, so. These shoes look like he's playing dress up, though. They look like Sheena's shoes. They're well, he's, very he's, pointed. He's which... always, um, he's always messed with shoes too. Remember, like his wedding boots. Like he loves a Chelsea boot. He loves, he loves boots. Okay, these are very like witchy, sexy witch, though. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I just, I just loved this little. Like, this is just a great little morsel from our girl Sheena. You know, it's just a, a great photo. I love it. Yeah, and who am I to judge in my flip flops? Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Jax also has new merch, but I actually kind of like it. Um. So that's part of our giveaway, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, he's got number one bar in the group, which I think is very clever. And number one villain in the group, which I'm sure makes the House of Villains people pr- happy. You know, he's tying his brand together with his other ventures. But I love the number one bar in the group because, like, technically, you know, like, he's shading the other ones. Oh, yeah. So it kind of makes me laugh. Um, they said they are getting more beer cheese in. I really want to go get some of the, you know, to be have that as part of the giveaway. I've got to go through. Okay, so speaking of, you guys, you have a couple more days to enter our holiday giveaway. We're giving away, you know, some of the cast merch. And you can see our post in the Facebook group or in Patreon. That's where you enter. Go to patreon.com slash Party. You'll see the pinned post up top. Um, you just, you know, comment to enter. And if you have a preference, you know, you know, we try to accommodate, but we'll see how it goes. I uh, also love, I I love, um, seeing people's preferences. Like it just makes me so happy to see, like it, it really is all over the place, which is cool too. You know, like it's just fun to read. That's what I was going to say is I have to, we got a surge of them this week. So I have to go back and review and see what like, like spreadsheet it out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what everyone like like what everyone wants um also because it was very frustrating i also voiced this frustration to holly over the holiday yes lala's site so you know we did this giveaway last year and it's nice because you know during the holidays you can you'll have to buy two get two free buy four get four you know what i mean like take advantage of that right so we can give more away versus less and i kept using your code I copy and pasted the code. I tried different variations of the code. I tried different products and the code never fucking worked. I tried my cell phone. I tried my laptop. I tried different browsers. I was so annoyed. So I text Holly and you got it to work, but you had to try different products. And it was like, well, yeah. So yeah, after you messaged me, I was like, "Hmm, let me like, oh, so I was, I was dealing, I was trying to Black Friday shop from Mammoth, you know, because since I, like, wasn't in a shopping area, I was, I was, like, using all these codes, so I thought, like, I was, like, I could tackle this. I'm, like, okay, let me go on Lala's site, like, I'll figure it out, and, um, first I went to the comments where she was apologizing to people saying, sorry, like, the code wasn't working, it's working now, it's all good, and there were floods of comments saying, like, no, it's not, it's not working, it's my cart, you know, I, like, my cart went through, there was no discount. And then she was messaging them saying like, we'll refund the code back to you. But so then I went to get onto the site myself. And um, I realized that it was like very messed up. The site was not working properly. And there was only certain items that were taking off the, the link that she said that there was when it said site wide, minus the bundles. So um or even just the Candyland bundle. I think some of the other bundles were included, but yeah, you you it worked on the brow gel. Okay, I'm not buying brow gel. I don't yeah. think you guys want to win brow gel. <laughs> well, it, like 
When, like, for instance, like, if I want to order something from, like, Kylie's site, I'm going to order something that, like, when I pull it out of my bag, everyone can see I have something Kylie Jenner. I'm not going to order brow gel that I can get from anywhere where it really doesn't, you know, like, there's some things that, like, you can go a little cheaper on. I don't know. I, if I'm going to buy something from Lala, like, I want it to be cool and look cute in my bag. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, the good news is this, she literally ha- – like, her sales really don't mean a lot because, like, literally every day is a sale at Give Them Lala. Yeah. I swear. Well, well I do like – I love a good, you know, discount and coupon code and everything, and she is good at sales like that. And that's that's also what I found on Black Friday. I was actually super disappointed. I really needed, like, some bargain deals. And it was, like, the same as, like, if I signed up for, like, the email – like. 20% off, like, I can get that literally every day from everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, Bleh. Sheena had a good one. Um, so we have more vinyls to give away. Um, she, on her Instagram, I was like, get 30% off the vinyl. But then she goes, but if you're already subscribed, you got an email. Well, I had already gotten the email and ordered. Um, and I did it very quickly from my phone in about 30 seconds, but it was buy one, get one free. So I got nice. two for the cost of one. Nice. Um, and that worked just fine. <laughs> so take a hint, Lala. Learn from Sheena. And, from uh, Sheena. <laughs> so anyways, so enter on Patreon. We're, we're going to draw and notify everyone this weekend so we can get it going and get your addresses and all of that. I know. I like I. I've like started, I feel like I'm getting like that seasonal, like depression feeling where it's like, everything's coming up way too fast. I'm like trying to make, to stretch my dollar to every limit to make it work, to make Christmas magic happen. And it's like, it's like the, the time is starting to like flood onto me. It's like, we have our, we have Ariana's show coming up. We have the premiere premiere coming up. Like, it's like, everything is coming so fast. fast. Yeah. I'm like, (gasps) Eek. Okay, so that's our our two other announcements. So on December 13th, we're going to Ariana's show. So if you are going to the L.A. show and want to meet up beforehand, we have a group organized um, to meet up. Just hit us up. You can DM us or hit us up in the – it was posted in the uh, Facebook group and the Patreon. I don't think I necessarily want to announce it publicly publicly because we don't want it, our location flooded by, you know, like other groups. Um since our people found this group and found how, you know, convenient it was. So if you want to go, it's in the Facebook group or Patreon group and, or just DM us and we'll let you know, but we're probably going to meet up about 5 PM. The show's at seven and just meet up for an hour, hour and a half, have a drink, meet you guys. So that's in LA. It was surprised on our New York show. It said special guest, Cody Rigsby. I'm like, that's, unrelated (laughs) she she used him before didn't she i feel like we talked about this like she she did something with him and we were kind of surprised but um i think he's so fun and i think like it actually will be a good pairing but um yeah kind of surprising who who do you think is gonna win dancing with the stars ariana i mean who then is going to get second? Or if she didn't, who do you think will take it? Um, 
Sochi or yeah. Jason? Yes, those are for sure one of those. I, I, I think it's anyone's game right now. Like a, a serious, I, I think she really, really has a shot. I really do. Like charity, you would choose Sochi and Jason over charity? Yes. Okay. But I, I truly believe Ariana is going to win, and I would kind of be shocked if she didn't. Um, although there's been like some fan theories going around that like the Vanderpump world has kind of dropped, um, the, the, the voting signals for Ariana. Like she needs their support more than ever right now. And they better come out of the woodwork because we need votes. Mm. Like no one, like, you know, it was like the semifinals and like everyone was pretty silent. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So, the finals are next week? Uh, yes, I think so. But, like, does it does it go over two weeks, or is it all wrapped up next week? I'm not sure. I, I didn't look at the schedule. I don't know. Um, it's, that seems a little fast, but I guess, I guess that could be it. What is wrapped up is Special Forces. So that finished this week. Yes. Oh my god, I was dying at their final assessment of Sandoval and like I'm like, oh my god, they don't even know anything about him or the Sandoval and they like they said he's he's nothing of interest, offers nothing of interest, he's not an asset, he has no empathy beyond himself. I'm like oh my god. I know. They really, like, wrapped it up into... It was satisfying because I feel like he did pretty well on the show, like, to the point yeah. where it didn't... He didn't bother me. Like, I, I I, thought, like, I might be able to... I might have to say, like, you guys, I have to tap out of this show. Like, I can't look at him. But I actually... I watched the whole thing. And I found it, like, very entertaining. So... Um, I love that bad. it's only eight episodes. So yeah. And I, and bad. I, and I love that they, they didn't baby him. They didn't, you know, like it, it was, it was really good. So you guys, I think we're going to cover that next week with, uh, our very own live Navy seal. That's going to weigh in on the exercises and how realistic or how not they are. Um, I want them to weigh in on the contestants too, like thoughts on them and like, just how they are and like who would you want on your team if this was real life you know i'm like very curious to hear if he would want jojo on his team i know well the the commanders really like you could see like usually when someone withdraws they're like get it give me a band go away get out of here they're like smiling and cheering and they're like you're great and i'm like they really like her i i mean She's I, friends with the one. She hangs out with them. Yeah, I, I feel like, um, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't know if I could really call myself a coach, but like, since I teach baton or like, so, you know, or I watch Ronnie perform a lot, you want someone like with JoJo's attitude to be on your team because it just makes it easier when someone is like willing to go along with things and like energetic and I don't know, like that's the type of person I like to coach. You know, yeah. it's like the the eagerness and the I don't know. She has good work you, work ethic. Did you see the um, post Schwartz made of Schwartz Jackson Sandoval at on the couch like it? Yes. I don't know if they're at Schwartz and Sandy's or at Jackson's. And he's like getting the band back together, and then he just got blasted with a whole bunch of like crazy DMs. Yes. 
he was talking about that on Watch What Happens Live. He's like, oh, and then I checked the DMs. That's such a scary place, Andy. There's a lot of mean people. Oh. He's like, I feel like a child of divorce between those two. Okay. So, anyways, oh my God, don't even, I'm like, this, these two weeks of Winter House, like, oh my gosh, I I had a very hard time, a hard, yes. hard, hard time. Okay, the only other thing I have then is just a reminder, so the premiere party, which we are planning for January 15th, no, they haven't made the official announcement, but we think it's January 15th. They made, if they change it, they're doing it just to fuck with us. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, I don't know why they're holding it. Like, I don't understand like why, why can we not saw that message today? Right. Yeah. But I'm just like, I, I don't understand why. Yeah. Like the, like, yeah. I feel like they make choices like that often in this franchise. I, I, they, they like their little, like they, they like things that they think are a secret and like keeping it held over the fans heads. Like it's very bizarre. Like let people make, it's like, we just want to plan. Yeah. It's like none of this, like James Kennedy, I'm playing. See you next Tuesday in four hours. Who's coming out? Like what? Like, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand like how it would benefit them to keep everyone in the dark. Like what, like we, it's not like they're Taylor Swift and we're looking for little Easter eggs that they're hiding. Just tell us the date. Yeah. Well, so as of right now, we have three tables reserved for January 15th at our special location, which again, go on our Facebook group or Patreon group for the details of that. Again, I won't blast it out so people don't steal our idea, but uh, we probably already talked about it anyways, but That just means you're listening, so thank you. Um, We have a good group going. If you want to go, also I saw I saw like a little bit of concern about the location, and I just want to say, Sarah and I have both been to this location, and we would not hold our event at this location if it was not amazing for you guys. Like it's actually a very cool venue that will do well for our group. So trust us on that part. Yeah. And it'll probably, yeah, be fun. For, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you just never know what will happen. That's so, right. Just yeah, like our last premiere party. Yeah. All right. Um, not much else is going on. I've been following the Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis drama. She got her money back. Um, they could have sued that lady. Like, she had enough evidence and receipts. It's very interesting following that. But yeah, that's about it. So, should we get? Do you want to do Winter House or Salt Lake first? Um, let's do Salt Lake. All righty. Let me get to that section. Okay. So, I kind of have since we didn't talk about it last week or this week, but you know, we don't have to go through scene by scene or anything like that. Last week, we had the Pioneer Day with the butter churning. Um, I don't know that a Pioneer Craft Day like sounds that great. But I will say, given that on Potomac, one of the events they just held was um, 
one of the housewives invited all the other housewives to her uh, twin kids' first communion, like, you know, like, like in third grade. Yeah. Like, who wants to go to the... Uh, the first communion unless I don't know like but aunt or uncle or something but maybe like maybe like after our premiere party we should plan like a Vanderpump pioneer day and we invite all of our listeners to come wear bonnets and like we'll churn butter like you know we could we could plan some of these like you know off well, event days as well I really want to actually churn butter. And I was talking to my Me mom too. about it. she said well no you have a churner they she goes we didn't shake it in a not that she churned butter, but like she's seen it. Um, she didn't grow up with toilet paper, so let's keep that in mind. She probably did churn butter, but they didn't shake it in a mason jar like that. But I want to try doing it, and if we do it successfully, I will bring it to you guys at the premiere party. Um, I've I've um, shook butter before, and it's totally fun. Huh? Kaya's made cheese before. Oh. Um, Wait. So so what did your mother wipe with? Um. Ke- catalogs like jc penny catalogs and stuff i'm like wait they didn't invent toilet paper but they had printed catalogs she's like well no they because those were free in the mail oh my <laughs> gosh Re- remember they how were, they were like depression but remember like the ink would like really come off of that stuff like remember you would get like silly putty and like you could put it on like the newspaper and it would like roll off like catalogs were like that too that ouch that would hurt um Shout out to your mom for I mean, making if, it. If they were coded. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, hmm. <laughs> TMI. Um, <laughs> another like unnecessary storyline is on like Beverly Hills. Like last week we had Crystal's brothers meeting up with his ex-fiance and the fiance's face is blurred out. Like, why are we talking about this? Okay, can like, we talk? Can we talk about the the um the episode of the Jello that you found in your mother's pantry? <laughs> First of all, I I did not know that there was apricot Jello. Oh, was that the flavor? I was going to bring it back, and I I'll bring it back at Christmas. Um, I and, and I wish I would have thought of this earlier because <laughs> I do this every time I go home. I do a sweep, so there's really not that much like old stuff because I sweep it every time I'm home. And I thought, God, we should really come up with a game. Like whoever finds the oldest item, like wins a prize. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I know last time, Kaya left a chocolate bar on my pillow that was like 2008. <laughs> But yeah, I was in the pantry. Like I'm also I, obsessed with like like um like old like medicine cabinets, like with like old Bactine bottles or you know like the old <laughs> band like the Band-Aid tin. I don't know. It like it's just so Velvet interesting. Tin, yeah. So yeah, my Jello, I picked up some Jello. I don't know why because I wasn't going to make Jello. <laughs> um I don't eat Jello, but it was a uh, expired in 2010. <laughs> And I imagine Jello probably has a pretty long shelf life. Yeah. <laughs> so God knows when that shit was made, but <laughs> fun, good times. But anyways, that's more interesting than freaking <laughs> communion or Crystal's brother's storyline. The guy's not even on the show, let alone his fiance. He's in China. It's like, come on. It's, anyways, it's so weird because we like personally know so many people who have filmed for these shows. And, like, with really great storylines or, like, you know, they think it's going to make it and it gets cut. Like, 
important parts of the story are cut and then like the most random thing will make it through. Yes. Especially in Vanderpump. Yes. So frustrating. Um, Next we have Monica kind of explained like her daughter's father, like she came home or whatever. She found her oldest daughter when she was a baby playing with a bag of Oxycontin. So that's when she decided to leave that baby daddy. Can you imagine how scary that would have been? No. Oh my God. That's terrifying. But she was nice. She saved the the guy's pictures because her mom had thrown out everything of Monica's father, which is so horrible. That Um, is horrible. And then we have, I think you'll really like this part when Heather ordered like a spread of Wendy's for Lisa. Now you're not really a Wendy's gal. You're a Carl's gal. No, I, I love. Okay. So you like Wendy's? I like Wendy's. Um, okay. and I have a problem with Carl's. I used to like, as like when I was in junior high and high school, Diane would reward me. Um, like if I did good at baton or, you know, some way to make her proud, um, she would drive through and I would get like a Western bacon cheeseburger and it was like the best. So yeah. I love that burger. And then it so has the onion ring on it, right? Yes. And I want to say like two years ago or something, I, I believe it was like right around this time of year too. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I was, I was Christmas shopping and I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go get a freaking bacon Western burger right now. And I went through, I only got the burger, no fries, no drink. I swear to God, it was $12. Like they it, all are now. I'm like, what? I, 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 so I have not been to Carl's in so long because I'm priced out. Actually, In-N-Out is now the cheap fast food. Yes. Like the McDonald's when I take the kids, it's like $13 for it's, two Happy Meals of the small version. Yes, it's insane. So, yeah, no. I'll go to In-N-Out Burger. Uh, yeah, I love In-N-Out. Um, but, yeah, she got – why did she get four shakes? Are they really going to power through, like, two milkshakes? <laughs> Nuggets, burgers. She got, like, how many burgers are they going to eat? I'm like, damn. And then the big candy platter. I'm like, I am so jealous of Lisa Barlow and her metabolism. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. There. <laughs> And Wendy's has the biggie bag, which is like amazing. Like if you like it's five dollars, you get a cheeseburger, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. It's amazing. And it's five dollars? Five dollars. What a bargain. It it really is. I only get the like the baked potato and like sometimes the chili, but then I'm I'm still a little fingered out with that, even though I know it's fake. Yeah. It still still gets to me. Every yeah, sometimes I drive by and I think of the chili and I have to do it (laughs) well remember though the finger yes yeah so anyway so monica um explains she's dying to go back to bermuda because that's where she's from and heather's like i have a great idea let's go let's do a girl's trip but you have to go make up with lisa yeah Um, so the the whole um her family storyline i don't know if i'm gonna be into that it's like, I just yeah. want to see them go on a trip. I'm not looking for like a, yeah, I don't want family. reunion. Yeah. Like I, I want her to be happy and to resolve her family issues, but I don't know that I want to like take another one on, on a trip. Yeah. What did you think of Meredith and Seth's podcast and their setup? Ah, <sighs> 
And like, where's the most like craziest place you've so, under the desk and HR walked in. But like, well, what are they going to do? You don't work there. Like, or, oh, maybe that's when she was his assistant. Okay. That would be a problem. Yeah. Well, that, that makes it more interesting. I, I was thinking of them as like a married couple. I would have, if I was him, I would have like faked that I was on the phone and been like, can you come back in five minutes? I'm on, I have to take this really important call or something. Yeah. I don't know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing too eventful with their, with their pod. No. Angie and Whitney talk about their marital struggles. It's not natural to stay with the bun person forever. Okay. So we get the bonnets and the aprons. Um, why every scene, these ladies are dressed like they're going to Paris fashion week. Like it's str- It actually stresses me out because yeah, like, it looks – A, it looks stressful. They look stressed. B, like, I just think of, like, how hard it must be to curate these outfits. And then to wear them, so like – time and, and money. Yes. And so we were in Mammoth for Thanksgiving, and just, like, it snowed a little tiny bit. But, like, just dealing with my children and getting their coats on and their boots. And, like, I, I was, like, I, I don't know how people do this. I really don't. Like, well, it, it I, is a lot. Before I moved to California, I moved when I was 18, but I right after high school, before I moved, I did work um, in the cities, in the Twin Cities, um, where, you know, I'd have to wear, like, heels and nylons, and that's when I saw all those, like, power businesswomen walking in their, like, boots or tennis shoes and carrying their heels, I'm like, I am not doing that. Yeah. That looks so stupid. Well, and then, like, sure enough, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't walk in these heels on these icy sidewalks and shit, like, and snow banks and everything. It is fucking hard. It's, like, I I constantly felt, like, one slip and fall, and, like, I'm gonna not be here anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, um... Once you trounce through the snow and you come in, then your boots are wet. You're trying yeah. to get them off your kid. You're trying to get your own off. Like, and I couldn't breathe in the altitude. It was just like a hot mess. I was like, this yeah. is, this is. Oh yeah. That, there's some altitude up there. Very difficult. What was difficult too was um, when I was first going on business trips, it was like before. Okay. Like clench your pearls guys. It was before cell phones. <laughs> I mean, they were just kind of becoming a no. Cell phones existed. It's just it wasn't like everyone didn't have one, right? Um, and so I'd have to go like the East Coast places and go to business meetings when you're in again business suit, heels, nylons, blah blah blah. And I'd get directions like to the one place, but then I'd need directions from this customer to that customer. So I'd have to call. So I'd have to stop at a payphone, which sometimes the buttons were like frozen. Oh my gosh. And, but I'd have to like walk through a snowbank to get to the payphone and like in my heels, like my feet were freezing and then like punch the payphone, try to ask, can you give me directions from like here? Like most companies will be like, yeah, we'll send you directions. And they send them like from the airport or major points of interest. Yeah. But here I'm going from, you know, one company to another like you know from Irvine to Santa Ana to Compton you know what I mean like you, it, it was hard wow yes that was what <laughs> back in the olden days I guess I, oh yeah they didn't have tom-toms either 
Um, that's just, that was just a California thing. Like all I had was an atlas. <laughs> I remember one year <laughs> for Christmas, Ron got me a Tom Tom. <laughs> well, like the book version or like the uh, electronic? The little electronic. No, I, I got the uh, I got a Thomas Guide as well. Guide. Yeah, awesome. but but then I also got the electronic Tom Tom, and then um, like shortly after that, then the the cell phones with the directions came out. Yeah, well, you know, I I had I was a big user of MapQuest long before cell phones. So obviously, on the cell phone, you, you, we now have the GPS. <laughs> And the maps and all of that. I mean, that's but, also that's also why, like, when Tom Tom was named Tom Tom, I literally thought of Tom Tom, <laughs> not their Tom Tom. Exactly. I was like, isn't that like a copyright thing? I don't know. I know. And then I also think about like how rich like the owner of Thomas Guide was, and now like like where are they now? Because everyone <laughs> had one, and now it's like over. Same it's with like, like blockbuster video. Yeah. Same with like phone books like I used to love looking up people's names in the phone book and their phone number now it's gone that's my favorite scene in the movie the jerk with Steve Martin he's like the new phone books are out the new he's so excited because it's he sees his name in print for the first time yes so um are you or have you already maybe over Thanksgiving make uh Ronnie and Daisy those um handkerchief dolls no, I, I you should do that for Christmas and then like just wrap that up and like hide your other <laughs> gifts and be like, well, things were tight this year. <laughs> I, I literally one, like I literally might need to do that. <laughs> like one of the who was was it? Meredith Meredith Stahl had no face. It's like that's creepy. <laughs> Why is Brooks on all the time? Like I thought he I lived in New York. I don't know. I don't know. And where's the daughter? Like, she used to be thirsty. She's not thirsty anymore? No, I think it's just him. He needs to go back to New York. Well, then we have... the, The one thing I do like about Meredith is she doesn't give up. And you see her throughout the entire episode still shaking that butter. Yeah. Um... Then they go on to their meal of, like, funeral potatoes, which is a real thing. We also have funeral bars. Bars, you know, <laughs> it's a big, big thing. Oh, I also got to enjoy a funeral while I was home. Oh, Good no. Times. Yeah. That's horrible. Well, I mean, she's in her 90s. It's my, well, my parents, they're one, you know, one of their friends, one of the, the lady. Yeah. So. Oh, and he was like our director of athletics. So, was, like, it, was there a I, funeral bar? Um, no, because <laughs> I don't even want to tell you the reason why, because it's really morbid. <laughs> but they don't think he's going to last much longer. And so the family decided to just wait and do like a double funeral. What? <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, makes sense with people coming out of town. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's also like, ooh, you don't want to, like, bank on that, but... Yeah. Yeah, otherwise there would be lots of funeral bars. (laughs) Um, Okay, Heather's wagon game. Like, that is stirring the pot. Like, who would you kick off your wagon? I'm like, you just asked Monica to make nice with Lisa, and you're literally, like, sabotaging that whole plan. I I I was actually shocked that, like how Lisa went up to Monica though. Cause I was very uncharacteristic of her. 
I feel like this, like, like Salt Lake City, like, we're like, they made like a pact with each other and they're like, we're going to go balls to the walls on the questions, the games, everything. We're going to, everyone's going to stir the pot. Like, because yeah. it is like, I feel like it's like when one of your friends, you never know, like they're really funny and you like when they make fun of other people, but you're like scared that they're going to do it to you too because they're doing it to everyone else. You know, it's like, I would just feel uneasy. Like, oh. Oh my God. I just have to say really quickly because this, we just said one of your friends and it just reminded me right before we started podcasting, I was watching Beverly Hills and maybe you want to watch this week's episode and we can review it with Southern charm, like over the weekend, because I need you to watch the scene with Kyle and Morgan Wade. Okay. I was, I was always a believer that yes, there's something there. And then she was just so adamant convincing. And I was like, okay, well maybe not. I was willing to be on Kyle's side and like, no, they're just friends. You watch this scene. There is no way there is not anything else going on. Kyle is giddy. She's gazing at her. They're doing their like giggles. They're blushing. I have never looked at you the way Kyle is looking at Morgan. <laughs> and you should be thankful that I'm, I'm offended there. by that. <laughs> <laughs> there is, you got to watch it. Just the body language and the, the way they speak to each other, almost like scolding like a partner would. And be like, you gotta sit still, settle down. <laughs> okay, so I have I have experienced this with friends, and um, every time I like, where exactly like you said, like you and I have never done that. When someone is acting like that, usually something is happening, like oh. IRL in real life. Seriously, well, that's what it, fe- it felt like a couple. To okay, me the way, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll watch it, and then yes, we'll talk about it on Saturday. And even watch for like. Kyle made like a corny dad joke and Morgan was like, eye roll. And then she's like, you're Wait, always, the- I, I have to talk about something else too, that, that I don't even know if this was, I think I saw this on TikTok, So I don't know if, what week this is from, but Kyle, I mean, uh, Mauricio is saying to Kyle, like, you look so amazing. Like you're, you've really like changed your life. Like you're working out. Like, are you going to work out right now? Amazing. You're eating healthy. You're not drinking alcohol. Like this is like, you know, oh. like a new you. Um, I have like, like maybe I haven't watched her closely enough, but is Kyle looking that different? Like, is it like, wow, Kyle, now you're really in shape. Like, she's always looked great. Like, she's always had an amazing body, for all, sure. Like, always amazing body, amazing skin, amazing hair. Yeah. So, I, I don't under like. The difference is that she's just more, like, shredded where, like, her muscles are popping out. Whereas okay. before she was just very fit and lean. Okay, okay. So there is a little bit of, like, a difference. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. But, like, in muscle tone. But, I mean, her overall look, I think she pretty much looks the same. Yeah, that's, what, like, I, I mean, I like, a, she looks amazing. But, I, like, when he was saying that, I was like, you're, like, stretching that a little because your wife yeah. has always looked amazing. Like, always. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, okay. Okay. No, no big difference there. I don't think it's okay. just more of it's like Teresa when she was and, and Tamra when they're both bodybuilding they look the same but th- their muscles are popping. Yeah. But they well and I and I think before. and probably their confidence goes up because it just when you're feeling good like that like it, there's probably oh. a big difference in like the whole. That's the whole for thing. sure because Kyle has completely changed personalities. Like okay. I don't even know who this person is. She is so aggressive and like 
I'm just like, whoa, who are you? It's it's crazy to watch a transformation. I mean, good for her. I'm kind of like digging it. It's like, oh, you're really like feeling yourself and like you're like giving zero fucks, which is she's always so concerned about appearances that she's chucked that to the wind, which I appreciate. And I yeah, like. yeah. It's just so different. But yeah, it's, it's just the way their banter together is very couple like. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got to watch. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that with Southern Charm when, um, since we were off Southern Charm last week because of Thanksgiving, so. Yes. Worked out. So, Lisa then says, you called your mom Ted Bundy. And then she says, I'm like, Ted Bundy ate, being like, decapitated and then ate people. And Whitney's like, I think you're thinking of Jeffrey Dahmer. But I'm like, I just want to clear the record, technically, there was some store information that Ted may have dabbled in that a little bit as well. However, Jeffrey Dahmer's the real what do you, what's the word? Cannibal. 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 Um, from Wisconsin, but really he was um, copycatting Ed Gein, also from Wisconsin, and Ed Gein is who they base Silence of the Lambs off of. So just a little bit of serial killer trivia for you. That shit scared the hell out of me. A lot of serial killers from the Midwest and Washington. Love it. So, yeah. Well, um, Meredith's still churning. Monica, yeah, she's weird too. Like, she's spicy, and then she gets like a real downer and pouty. I'm like, I'm not going anymore. And then she like makes amends. I'm like, oh, good. She apologized. She's listening. But then she she's like, oh, but I still think she's super wrinkly. And I'm like, that's so mean. I hate it when she goes mean like that. Yeah, I I've had my concerns about Monica this whole time, and I. I I feel like I was driving the girls to practice today, and I was like, here's the deal with Monica. She is amazing for reality TV, like golden, because she she does, she swings both ways. You know, she's hot, she's cold, she's mad, she's not, she's hurt. Like, it's like all of the things. And she's willing to get in there and really um, ruffle feathers. Like, she doesn't care. Yes. And then she go she goes back and she kind of repairs it and acts real childlike with the person. Like, I'm sorry, I had a hard time. You know, like it's Yeah, I had a hard childhood. I don't yeah, have a dad. Yeah, like yeah. no one loves me. I just want love. That's why I'm lashing out like this. But it's And then like my mom is so terrible, but I guess your mom bought you the Range Rover in her name and apparently makes the payments too. Yeah. So and also it, watches your kids so you can go on these trips. It's I'm just confused. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I think there, there's just a lot to unpack there, and she she even adds more to it. Like, I don't know how it's possible, but she does. It's when crazy. she tells Lisa she needs more Botox and filler, like, that's disgusting. Yeah, the things that she said, like, that's where I feel like the, like, it's really, she's she's toxic. Like, and, and the ladies keep saying that. They keep on saying, like, how do you not see, like, what she's doing? And I kind of get it because it would be hard to work with someone like that because like I said, like you're, you're uncomfortable around her cause you never know which one you're going to get. Yes. And for her to like tell Lisa that she needs to go get more Botox and filler. I'm like, it's very ironic coming from someone that did that, but didn't pay for it. <laughs> yes. So the latest I heard is that 
um, the, the esthetician that did her work at Beauty Lab, the stuff that she's saying was bought, so she's not going to pay for it. Um, I guess she has a whole text thread of them texting, girl, I'm getting so many compliments. I look so good. My lips are popping. This is but like complimenting her. So that means you don't think it was botched. Oh, Yeah. So that's not going to be like a good look. And then also I was thinking, when have we, like, when have you ever been able to get out of like the doctor or a spa or a med spa or anything without paying? Never. Like you, you cannot sneak out of those places. But then I heard, okay, so I guess she was on a payment plan and just never made the payments. Oh. And probably that's why she used a different name. It's kind of shady. It's shady. It's just, yeah. It is. It is. Um, okay. So Meredith and Lisa meet up to discuss, like, did you tell you know, Angie, that I was going to ruin her marriage or whatever. She's like, no, I said what you said, that there's these rumors out there and that I could if I wanted to, but I'm not going to or whatever. Anyways, I liked that Lisa said, but actually I think that's just as bad as saying the rumor, making your little veiled threats that you could ruin someone's life if you wanted to, but you're not going to. She goes, that's just as bad as saying the rumor, which I agree. I do too. And she's implying it and making the listeners or viewers think, oh, so you're basically telling us all to look into it. Yeah. Right. Yes. And like, I mean, it would be the same thing if, if I said like, Sarah, um, I have this fantasy of like murdering you. And then being like, you're like, Holly, that's like a kind of serious thing to say. And I'm like, what? I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I could, but I'm not going to. Like, there, there's, like, that's, you can't say that. Like, it yeah. actually, like, makes no sense. Like, why are you even putting that out? Like, it, it's just very bizarre behavior. It's a loaded gun, and you're trying to get yes. someone else to pick up the gun and shoot it. It's very, it's kind of like what Tamra and Shannon do. Yes, they like yes. drop the bomb and then like make the newbie do it. Yes. And they sit back and watch. Yeah. And Meredith's like, well, this is not what we agreed upon upon when we had our truce or whatever. And I'm like, well, that now sounds to me like you knew you didn't have any friends or allies this season because she lost Chen Shaw. So it sounds like you basically just created this truce with Lisa because you needed an ally for like strategic reasons, like not because you actually want to be friends. Yeah. She's very calculated. That Meredith. <sighs> so anyways, yeah, Lisa just saying the rumors lead people to think that it's just as bad. Um, you know, it's deceptive and manipulating. I agree. I, I agree too. Um, Monica at Mary's. Now, this was a little confusing because, like, <laughs> Mary, she, like, w I mean, she, I guess she was nice to her at that one event, but she was like, you're not going to eat that, are you? You probably shouldn't eat that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, and you're going to go over to someone's house that basically just called you fat. <laughs> and then eat, like, carrot cake? Cake. Oh, my God. Did you see... I'm boggled. I probably need to send this to you. The bar stool seats. No. So they were sitting down and behind was like her kitchen counter, like bar. And then there's like bar stools, but there's no legs on the chairs. Huh? I cannot figure out how you can sit on those and like, 
sustain. Okay, I gotta find the picture so I can send it to you because it's very hard to describe. There's just no legs. They're like suspended in midair. <laughs> um, the earrings. Oh, the, the affordable earrings at Meredith's thing, which were I look, I blew up were like fifteen hundred dollars or something. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, I have to find these bar stools. I just okay. love how, like, Mary will only film, like, on her, like, with what she wants to do. Like, you know, she's like, I, like, I, you didn't come to the party? No, like, I want to protect my, my peace. Like, it must be nice to be her and be like, I, I demand that the girls come over here and I'll film here in my own home, but I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Alexis Bellino with John Jansen. Oh. Okay, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. How could it be this far back when I just literally watched it? Um, okay, what is next? Um, I love, though, the one thing about Monica, she is funny when she's doing Lisa's voice. She's like, oh, my God, I love that, Mary. Uh, and then she accuses Lisa of that not being her real voice and <laughs> stuff. Well, that's that's like where she's golden where like she's like such good tv and and even like how she gave it back to mary on this little you know rendezvous that they had where she's like do you like the cake mary's like do you like the cake and and um she's like monica's like yeah i like it did you make it no i didn't make it and she's like well the cake is delicious and mary's like thank you but it's just like she's so she's funny on calling people out on that stuff like Mary literally wanted to thank you for how delicious the cake was, but she didn't bake it. <laughs> I always think it's weird when people say thank you. And I was like, well, I didn't make it. That's when you say, yeah. Well, don't take me. Thank the. Yeah. Or it's like, you're welcome for me buying it. Like, that's really what she's saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she actually gave her advice and I'm like, when we're looking to Mary to give the sound advice. Oh, here it is. Um, that we're in trouble. Okay, I am texting you this picture, and tell me how the bar stools are being held up. Okay. Yeah, there's no there's no legs. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh. There's like a bar underneath connecting two of the seats together. So is there like a leg on the very end stool, but this, then the see, middle this one? This is why, like, I crack up at Mary's house. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I can't laugh too hard because it's like completely out of my price range still. But it's funny. Like, I used to sit on little stools like this at like a little coffee shop cafe called like John's Coffee Shop by my parents' house. Like, it's like a like a cafe thing, but, like, in the 80s. I would feel like I would I would be nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should post some of these pictures on the Facebook group. For the sure. And, the, and then the picture you sent me. Yes. Oh, okay. So, Whitney talks about losing her friend to cancer, which is very sad. She was young, and I guess she had young kids. And she was at that PRISM event last week. That, I feel like that really made it, like, that made it, like, hit home that, just that she was going through so much and she supported her friend and was, you know, still trying to get out there. Like, that's, ugh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. 
Whitney and Heather. Whitney? Yeah, Whitney and Heather. W. No, Monica. Monica and Heather meet at a bar before the jewelry event. I actually liked Heather's outfit. Like, sometimes she's just like, what are you doing, girl? She's dressing like Katie Maloney. Like, not smart. Um, but I thought it was really flattering. Yeah, it was. Um, but <laughs> what did you think of the – I really want to go to the modern missionary menswear store. Oh, And my I want to be like, where's the female wear? I love that he described it as, like, it's kind of like Lululemon. Like, it's very comfortable for long wear. <laughs> Um, and once again, like I, my heart just like, it goes out to like both of them. She's so ridiculous with like, she's like, can I put my coat somewhere? It's literally like this giant fuzz ball. And he's like, the guy's like, we can set it right here on the couch behind you. The cookie. Yeah. Um, and then, and then she goes right for like the, the most bright, obnoxious things. And her son is just like mortified. (laughs) Um, we, I was watching this today with Ronnie, and I was, she was looking, she was like, oh, oh, because uh, she's like, he's going to the jungle? Like, what's happening? And I said, you know what, Ronnie, it's really funny. He's actually here in Tustin, and I was going to go look for him. Like, do you want to go and see if we can find him? <laughs> she's like, mom, no. Yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. But um, the other day, was it? Oh, after we came back from our trip, like on Sunday, I think. Um, we went to the Brea Mall and, uh, Daisy was looking at Santa from like the second floor. She's like nervous to sit on Santa's lap. Like she likes him, but she wants to look at it first. So we're like watching him. She thinks he looks friendly. And all of a sudden I turn around and some missionaries are like at the mall, like literally have Daisy in a stroller. Like, it's like, why would you bother me right now out of everyone? But here it comes. I get the spiel. And I felt bad because I didn't want, like, you know, they have, like, a little thing that they have to say. And, like, I feel like they're, like, being coached and, like, someone's watching them. So I wanted to be polite. Um, But, yeah, I sat through the whole thing. And it made me just think, like, I want to go to Tustin and go find him. (laughs) So we'll see. I'm working on that. Is he missionarying in Tustin until he gets his visa? I think so. Yeah, that he's like, yeah, he's hitting. Oh. Yeah, he is serving in Tustin. So he doesn't get Orange County. He literally just gets one town. Yeah, they they stay in like a little area. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, what did you think of Lisa? Like, not bringing anything up to Whitney. I heard one theory um, that maybe she was just like because Whitney was there. She didn't want to like upset her or make her cry, so she didn't bring it up. Okay, that's. I honestly think that that's what it was, and and I think that with all mind off of it, yeah, and with all of Whitney's work that she's been doing, you know, she she's worked very hard on herself. She's very socially aware of everything. Not everyone is like deals with grief well and not and not everyone knows what to say when their yeah. friend is like deeply hurt. Um I feel like like even like me and you, like we know enough to like respect the other person's wishes of not talking about it if we don't bring it up. You know, it's like 
I, I, I'm not good. I, I don't know. It's like, I, I personally don't do that. I'm not someone to go and like hug someone and make them cry. Like I will just not talk about it and hopefully be there for them. Like, like sending flowers or sending a car, let it, letting them know like I'm there, but I'm not going to like put them on the spot and like make myself part of the story. Yeah. I guess we kind of did that at the, um, plant butcher sugar taco party when someone came up to us and we knew what was going on with them and it's like we quickly acknowledged it but said but let's you know let's keep your mind off things let's talk right. about this party yes because you yeah because you, know, you're you filming it's someone else's event you don't want to co- upset them but also you want to acknowledge it see and i think that's possibly what she did wrong yeah um she should have just because the scene was very odd. At first I was like, oh, I think that Whitney may be like kind of overreacting. But then I watched the body language and I think she was so uncomfortable yeah. with like she didn't want to say the wrong thing that she really went kind of overboard talking to Heather instead. And it made it really awkward where yeah. Whitney felt like unsupported, which I, I, I kind of saw both sides. And then she kept dwelling on that. Well, I sent flowers. I said, it's like, nobody cares about fucking flowers. They mean nothing. Like they mean everything, but it's like, Oh, you just did your, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. And she's like, I didn't need flowers. I needed you, my friend. It's just, if that's what she needed. And, but yeah, everyone has different ways of dealing and, yeah, you know, and and hoping. so and someone like Whitney really likes that, and other people may not be able to give that to her, you know. And I think that's okay too. Like that's the journey they're on. I don't know. Like it's well, definitely she should know Lisa well enough to know she's not a huge giver. Yeah, like emotionally, and Whitney is such a communicative, open book, but she should know like Lisa is not. Lisa is like Sheena season five you know sweeping everything under the carpet like don't let anyone see any cracks in our marriage or our my personal life like she likes to hide things she's not Whitney who's you know an open book so she's not gonna probably give you what you need yeah but she will do it in other ways you know she might you know say you know pay for the funeral or something I don't know she'll do something yeah She'll just do, yeah. So, yeah, they both had, uh, it was, she maybe she should have just not gone to the thing, but it was, I felt bad for Whitney. Yeah, it, but yeah, and then I, I, I felt like I understood why she was going, why she had a hard time, and then I appreciated her conversation with her husband where it was like, things like this, like, like fighting about like certain things in our marriage, like in the scheme of things like we're both healthy we're both still alive like are we both on the same page like can like should we continue on yes we should continue it's like okay sometimes it really does take something horrible like that to happen to put things back into perspective like it's really not that bad and not that serious yeah so that was it so it looks good coming up in bermuda yes i i love a good trip all right, you want to slay through Winter House? Yes. And that's literally what we have to do. I feel like I don't have much to say on it other than I just, I really need to talk about Schwartz and just. Um, just the, the fixation on the Katie, oh, can't you change your name? Or when they're like, you kissed Katie. He's like, oh, it just like happened. And like, I liked it. I would like, like, yeah, I, I would like, there was. I'd like to point out that Chad's dad 
um, was married to a Sandy and then married another Sandy. So there are there's Sandy right. number one and Sandy number two in Shad's life. And it's like he, he I don't want to hurt Katie's feelings. It's like, dude, you've been divorced over a year. She's dated other people on the show and brought them around you. Like, get I, over it. Well, and I, I feel like it would, like, if Chad dated another Holly after me, like, I feel like people would be like, so, like, you and Chad split up. Like, what's he doing now? Like, oh, like, he married another Holly. Can you believe it? Like, that's that's not something that's going to, like, pierce my heart. Oh, it's, it's funny. It's like a... Yeah. I, I don't think of it as, like, a... How dare he? You know what I mean? Like it's he was treating it so weird that I I kind of understood why the other Katie was like this is bullshit. Like how am I supposed to change my name and like and she was kind of worried that it was like a little bit of a cop out on his part, which it could be. Well, yeah, cuz he's like I don't I thought he was really jumping in the gun with the oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. He's like, "What do you do when you like someone but you don't want a relationship?" I'm like you're assuming she wants this. You guys live on opposite sides of the world. Maybe she's just looking to have some fun. <laughs> like, why does he automatically assume Katie Floody wants to, like, jump into a relationship? She's already figured him out. She's like, oh, I like him. I have, like, a high school crush. She goes, even though he's a mess of a human being. Like, she's already figured that out. <laughs> yeah. So don't assume she wants a relationship, Schwartz. Oh, my God, though. They're... They're throwing the bra out the bathroom and then like Aisha walking in and then like when they were in the bedroom and caught and he like he he's with his shirt off and everything. I was like, like I was I was on board with the hookup and like kind of into it until she threw the bra out the door. Like to me that was like one hundred percent for filming and it felt like weird. I, that was why would you do that? Why would you do why on earth would you remove an article of clothing and throw it outside of where you are. Or do you think they were trying to put it on the doorknob, like a sign like you would do in dorm rooms? Okay. So that was my other theory. And then I was like, it was just messy. And like it, um, the way they kept, like they kept the door open. People kept coming. It was like, it was too much. Every bathroom door has a lock. Why wouldn't they lock the door? I understand Malia. She knocked and asked, but Asia just walked in. Like, why would you lock the fucking door? Yeah, I, I don't get it. And yeah. I, I get, like, wanting people to know or something. But And then it, it was just, like, too on brand for Schwartz to hook up in the bathroom. Like, of course he did. But then I was like, okay, but there's really no privacy in the house. So, like, where else do you go? So They I was, all hook up. And, and yeah. They just put the covers over their head. They all do it. He didn't. He went to the bathroom not to be like, she's like, well, I appreciate you don't want to do it in front of cameras. I think she took it like, be respectful of her. No, he didn't want anyone to know. Yeah. That's yes. why he did that. Yes. He's afraid of Katie. He's afraid of Joe. He's afraid of like the fans. He was trying to hide that shit. 100%. What do you think that he keeps? And he said this on Andy too. She just captures, she has like the essence of a early nineties supermodel. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, he he says the weirdest things, like, like I, I, I mean, here, it, super- yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, like, if I had never met Schwartz as many times as we had and had the interactions that we did, 
I would be similar to how I am with Sandoval, where I'm like, yuck, don't like it, never have liked it. With Schwartz, the interactions that we have had with him, he's so damn charming in person. And, like, you almost fall under his spell of, like, how ridiculous he is because in person he's very freaking charming. So I kind of, when I add that, you know, into watching him, I kind of get what happens to people. But at the same time, I'm like, he is so dumb. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how he's made it through life. I really don't. And he keeps hiding. He keeps going yes. in his room hiding. Like, I don't like a sheepish man. Like, I don't like someone who's like, oh, I don't. And especially no. about me. Like, you better have very strong convictions about me. Like, I like her. Like, I, I don't want I don't want someone being like, I don't know. What do you think? Like, no. That's, if if, he, <laughs> if I found out that someone said that about me, I'd be like, you're done. Like, you're done. <laughs> and speaking of, like, the weak, like, when he said, oh, sorry, I was a lackluster cuddle buddy last night. It's like, ew. ew. <laughs> yeah. He's scared of the ocean. But, okay, so what do you think of it? Oh, I'm going to buy Katie. Is this, is this turquoise? Okay, $300. Do you think those what he bought was $300, those cowboy boot earrings? Yeah, I think so. It didn't even look like real turquoise. It looked like like a Christmas ornament. <laughs> $300? Like, no way. Oh, my God. Did you get that bartender, though? He lived in Huntington Beach? Yes. Yes. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, he was very cringy, but also very cringy was Danielle. Oh. It's like, girl, Stop. She was very Kristen Doty-ish, where she's fighting, fighting, storming off, and then... And then folds as, yes, <laughs> hold me. Yeah, I just want to be held. Oh, don't you want to cuddle? You just lashed out at him. I mean, she's and like, rightfully so. And then, like, the next morning, she's like, I guess, was I holding a knife? That was wild. <laughs> I mean, there was be nothing worse than so she had sex with him, and twenty minutes later, he's out there like taking selfies with Jordan, who he's had a crush on the whole time, flirting with other stranger girls at the party. Like that would feel humiliating, like used, and you know, like I get her feelings on that. Even though she's trying really hard to keep it like casual, it's still gonna be a little bit of an ego blow when you just fucked him, and he's like. You know, it's it's icky. So I get her feelings, but, like, stop doing these cringy things. And, like, she kept begging him, like, do you want to go have sex now? When do we call it? Should we just go have sex? And he goes, I just want a party. Like, he shot her down. It just made her look desperate. And well, then- and, and the, peop- the people that she was upset about that he was flirting with, like, weren't exactly flirting with him. Like, they were... But it was, again, it was, like, could kind of be blamed on him. And if she just loosened up a tiny bit, like, it would have, like, ended. And then he probably would have come back to her. But by acting so psycho, she made it so awkward. And I have to say, I think he's a dick. But he also handled her, like, pretty well. Like, when she's like, she's like, you think I'm being crazy, don't you? Am I, like, I'm crazy, right? Like, I'm psycho. And he's like, he's like, well, I bring out a lot of, like, 
passion from women. And it's like, I thought that was kind of a nice way to say it because she was <laughs> yeah. going psycho, but like, it was true. Like she, her feelings were just like bubbling out and she couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was just, it was hard to watch though, because yeah, I mean, when she'd either beg him and he'd ignore her or he'd pull away when she tried to kiss him. And then, and then I felt so bad when she was like, do you, do you even like me? Do you like me? Or like, do, are you, are you into me? Or, and it's like the way he like, kind of, like, paused and, like, answered very, like, uh, broadly. Yeah. It's like, dude, he doesn't, he, he's not, like... He's just not that into you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if she, if she played a different game, he would be, but she's making it too easy, and, and that's, that sucks to say, too, yes. because yes. The, the whole thing, it's just, like... The guys like the chase. Yeah, she's I feel like available. everyone has kind of been there, done, you know, it's, like, it's relatable yes. what she did, but also very hard to watch. <laughs> It's very Kristen Toady, I'm telling you. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, we forgot. The other things Tom said, I really, the one thing I really like about this show and Schwartz being on it and not Sandoval is in my notes, I can just now write Tom and I don't have to type out Schwartz. I know. It's such a fucking hard name because it's like the letters are all over the keyboard. I'm like, I hate writing Schwartz. Me too. I'm always like school <laughs> Schwartz. Like, yeah, I, I don't like it either. Swarovski. I'm like, ah, I'll know what I'm talking yeah. about. And, and then it's like, sometimes I'll take notes, but then we don't podcast for a couple days. I'll be like, What? Yeah, Swarovski crystals. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, like oh, sports. Um, but he said he's taking a break from Sandoval, and he also thinks Sandoval should shave his mustache. So it's interesting. He was so stressed out about the reunion. I mean, as he should have been. Yeah, but it's interesting to say he was taking a break from Sandoval. Yeah, that was only you know a couple weeks into Sandoval. So I love when Aisha arrives. Um, she calls him um, Scandoval. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's funny. Um, ew, and then Tom licked like that weird gold sticky stuff off Alex's nipples. I didn't need to see that. Oh. Um, we had Riley going hard for the young cowboy. We had Brian finally getting some action with one of the guests. I mean, it is more fun when they have more people come to the parties and that's where Summer House really fell off because all they do is a theme party and it's usually just with Them. the housemates. Yeah, yeah. And it, Winter it, House is a lot of that dancing around the kitchen shit too. It's like, come on. Yeah, it did change the vibe though. I, I like it was it was nice having new people around. But I'm not sure now. Like Schwartz is gone, so I don't know if I'm as compelled to watch it because I don't really care. Well, I do yeah. want to see when Sam comes. I do want to see Me that. Me too. Scene. Yeah, that I think she's going to save it. But I don't really care about anybody else at this point. Um, Jordan, I noted I have her dress. And that thing, because she's in Colorado. I too wore in Colorado. And I too wore in snowy mountains. That dress is paper thin. And... <laughs> it's also quite affordable off Amazon. Nice. <laughs> if anyone would like it, it comes in a medley of colors. Um, I like the tea of Giselle calling Amanda gross. Um, oh my gosh, that was funny. They brought, they talked about that at BravoCon too. Um, but it just made me think how horrified Giselle would probably be at me as I go through TSA barefoot all the time. 
So, and I do think all the time, this is really disgusting. Sometimes, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but that's, I, I liked um, Amanda's answer though, because it's like, sometimes you just have to, you have to just do Her it. Her feet hurt. Yeah. Remember all the times at the House of Blues when I'd end up just you have carrying to, my shoes? Yeah. I, I walk down Sunset Barefoot, which is really gross. Um, sometimes you have to, you have to do it. Yeah. And like, she's going into the women's bathroom. She's like, people are peeing all over the place. I'm like, are they? Yes. Like, we're not at a bar. They are. Yeah. And it's a women's. It's not the men's. I've seen some. Well, men. it's, it builds immunity. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, what'd you think of the Hannah, the ski instructor hitting on Malia? It was also a little Danielle-ish, like, please, I'd really like to kiss you. Yeah. With like a Meredith Marks gaze, like, hello. I would be like mortified, like even if I would have wanted to or like whatever it was, like just the way it was like, if you're ready, like let's do it. Like, I, I, again, like I need, I need just the move to be made. I can't be thrown into my court. And then I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. It made me nervous. Yeah. I'll see you on the mountain. And like Malia has like deer and headlight eyes. Like, Ooh, key, key, key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Danielle says she is not the one to fuck with and she'll blow this house up. And then she goes and snuggles with Alex. Okay. Kristen, welcome to the bar. Welcome to Winter House, Kristen. Yeah, totally. Um, Aisha kicks the door down to pee and just like watches them have sex without registering or just doesn't care. You know that she works on a boat. They literally in those tiny little bunk bed cabins, they all have sex with the person in the lower bunk. So I I had like a a thought about this. I was like, I, if I needed to go to the bathroom, I was like drunk, tired, like all the things I may just go in there and pee and just be like, I'm not looking. I just have to go to the bathroom. But then I think, I think that I would, if I knew that my friend was in the bathroom, I would walk out of the room and go to a different bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a huge house. There's another bathroom. There's another bathroom for sure. Like, let, Jason, can, can they have a minute? Like, it's bizarre to me. Yeah, Jason walks in, and he, at least he's like, is the romance done? Like, is it cool if I crash here? Like, first of all, I'd just go crash on a couch. But, yeah. But the next day, people come in the room, and they're like, oh, it smells like sex and cigarettes in here. Did you guys smoke in here? You know he did. You know he did. It doesn't smell like cigarettes unless you're smoking cigarettes. Come on. And if, if that's the case, if that's just the smell of your sex, that's scary. Ew. Like what is, ew. <laughs> what's in your sperm? Ew. How about when he was packing and he's like, oh, Katie taught me how to pack. And if she saw this right now, it'd be a deal breaker. It's like, you the, the are deal is divorced. broken. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, that's what I keep on wanting to yell through the TV every time he brings her up. Like, and I can imagine her watching being just as frustrated like could you imagine like she she wanted she wanted to be in this marriage she wanted him to care she wanted him to be what he couldn't and now he's on there like bringing up her name and acting like he's this victim like oh i remember katie taught me how to pack oh katie's name i'd be like you didn't care about my name the entire time we were married like how dare you exactly 
right? It's insulting. And he's trying to, like, change the story. He also said, um, what's this on Andy? That I think Andy asked about him and Ariana. He's like, oh, I'm a huge fan of Ariana. But I don't think she's a really big fan of mine right now. But she's killing it. She's like a pop culture icon now. Um, so that's interesting to know that Ariana's still not good with him. Yeah. Because um, that's like that was like this week. That wasn't you know a year ago. Yeah. Um, and then Andy asked, "Do you ever hear from Rachel?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "Well, could you know? Have you thought about reaching out?" He goes. Should I text you right now? Like, he was serious. Uh, and Whitney Rose was the other guest. She's like, no, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I know. But, and then the last thing I noticed on Winterhouse when he left, he got in the front seat of the Uber. Of course he did. Because oh, that's just that's, that's him. so on brand. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you are... You are that guy. The Uber driver's like, oh, fuck. One of these guys. Yeah. I was hoping to zone out with my thoughts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I got to talk to this schmuck. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully Sam brings it. Otherwise, I don't know if Schwartz goes back. Do you think he does? I think he does. Because everyone's going to be wondering. Okay. I hope. Well, I don't think there'll be that many more episodes. Yeah, I think we're we're nearing the end. Yeah, we've got to um, watch Southern Hospitality this weekend and get that in the can. Oh yes, okay. And yeah, that's it. So we've got Southern Charm and maybe Beverly Hills. Yes, and, and then we'll do the Southern Hospitality for when that's released on December seventh. Yay! I will be back with Miami and the Bachelor finales. So nice. Um, yeah, someone did an article on Gary, the Golden Bachelor, and he's not so golden. Ooh. Yeah, it said like, so it shows him. It says he's a retired restaurant tour, and like he retired when he was fifty-five, but like he hasn't had a restaurant since his thirties, and like he was a maintenance man at a like mental health facility, and also he had a girlfriend for like two years and lived with her for like a year and a half. Oh wow! Um, whereas like on the show, he says he's only like kissed one person like once since his wife died. Like they're catching some lies. Ooh. Yeah. So. Anyways, love that. Yeah. Stuff. So, all right. Well, you guys hit us up about the premiere party, about Ariana's show. If you're going to that, join our holiday giveaway, which is on Patreon. It's only $3 a month to join. And that's our, you know, just want to support us back. We appreciate it. And, you know, you get bonus episodes, insider intel, extra footage, and whatnot. We do these giveaways from time to time, and we're going to be adding some more stuff to it. Probably do some Zoom happy hours or something with you guys and other ideas that we've got cooking. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.